Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. We're back again with another podcast for you. I've got my buddy Seth with me. Seth, how are you today? Good, how are you? Doing fantastic, doing fantastic. Love doing these podcasts. Um, fun conversations, getting a lot of good feedback from them. So we really appreciate you guys all listening to us. Seth, appreciate you joining me. Uh, I think we've got some good dialogue, good conversations going, getting a lot of good information out to everybody, just so everybody's aware, I've had a couple of questions come in about, hey, what happened to, are you gonna you know, do podcasts with you know, biologists and state people and stuff like that? Absolutely, we've got a couple of those lined up and so uh, those are definitely still coming, but these are some fun podcasts and definitely trying to be a resource to you guys as far as the news goes, but also trying to be a resource as far as entertainment goes as well. You know, I, I go on a lot of long road trips for work and I love popping in a podcast and listening and just being entertained and also learning as we go. And so that's what Seth and I are, are attempting to do. We're going to attempt to do that again on our podcast today. This will be a, a lot of fun. Uh, this podcast is going to be a, a lot of fun. So uh, always, as always, before we get started, we want to thank uh, Vortex Optics, Onyx Maps, uh, Grim Reaper Broadheads, uh, Manscaped, all of them, we appreciate what they do for the podcast, for the website, for our socials. Great companies to to work with and alongside. Remember at, at Manscaped, use the code eHunter at checkout. Save yourself 20%. Um, check out Vortex Optics, vortexoptics.com. Uh, Seth, I, I put the new uh, Razer LHT on my uh, my 28 Nosler. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm keeping up with you. I'm keeping up with the Kings, with the, the scopes. Keep, and... Keeping up with the scopes. <laughs> I got one. I got one, people. <laughs> oh, the, the bad thing is now my wife wants one because they're, dude, that scope is amazing. Yeah, like, they're awesome, dude. It's like, Can you beat that scope for hunting? I really don't think you can because it's super light. The glass is amazing. Turrets. I guess the one thing, it doesn't have the wind turret, but for hunting, I've never used a wind turret. Have you? No. I never used the wind turret, but yeah. the elevation turret, I've been oh, fiddling yeah. with it since I've had this gun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, like when, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say I've never used it. Like I've had those shots where, you know, you sit down, you got a long time to prepare and you and you take the wind and, and all that. But I've never been like super calculated about it, you know, like actually having a wind. That's not a wind checker. What is it called? Holy cow. The word. What's it called? The checks wind. Um, uh, why'd you put me on the spot? Come on, Seth, because you're the <laughs> you're the wordy here. What the heck? Is I'm that? the wordy. Uh, <laughs> what are they called? Oh, but there's some people uh, like Taryn. Come on, or Seth. Come on, you got to know what that's called. But uh, <laughs> the uh, what something barometer? No, that's 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 humidity. Come on, I is it a? Uh, oh gosh, I just call it wind meter. Is what I usually call them. I mean, yeah, but, but that that's not. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Holy cow. We digress. Gosh. But very, you know, very rarely, and I don't ever take it on a hunt. I've got one, but I don't ever take it on my hunts because I I really am not going to sit there and check the wind because another thing is, the thing I worry about wind is it may be blowing this way right here on this ridge, but if I'm shooting over to that ridge, it might be different. And so I know all the long range guys are just screaming at me right now, but I just don't do it when I'm hunting. But like you said, elevation for sure. I'll check the yardage do the elevation and then and go from there but um so that is kind of the one different thing about that lht not having the windage uh turret on it but again i don't use it for hunting and like i said it is the perfect hunting scope i don't i don't think you can beat it 
So yeah, it, it's pretty anometer. How do you say that? A A N M E O N. Yeah, anometer. Yeah, anometer. Yes, but yeah, digital wind speed anometer. A N E M O M T E R. Yeah. My dad's probably yelling at me too because I know he listens to our podcast and it's, he's all about, you know, he knows that stuff. So. <laughs> but anyways, so check them out, vortexoptics.com. Check out that Razer LHT scope. Um, it, it's pretty amazing. Honestly, most of their scopes are, are amazing. Uh, PST Gen 2 from the on the Viper series is a great one for a great price. The Strike Eagle is, is a great one for it, its price point. So... I mean, just just some amazing scopes with the the technology of the turrets, illuminated reticles, uh, all that stuff. It, it's pretty amazing stuff. So check them out, vortexoptics.com. Put a link down. I'll, I'll put a link down in the uh, description below of links to where you can go and, and purchase those. So and, and I pretty good prices, guys. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but in all of our podcast and YouTube videos, I'll put links below, and, and most of the links I put below will will be discount prices to. A lot of the stuff that we're talking about in these podcasts or, or videos. So definitely check those out. Take the time to look through those and um, get you a good deal on some amazing stuff. So, But we do appreciate them and their their support here at eHunter, uh, not only for the podcast, but also for our website, our social medias, everything that we're doing, YouTube page, um, all that stuff. So definitely appreciate them. Wouldn't it be possible to do this without them. Um, we don't sell a, a product or anything like that. We just, we sell information and, and that we're able to do that by um, great partners like them. So really appreciate them for, for doing that. So let's jump into our, our podcast for today. Um, this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really curious to get Seth's list on this. So this is going to be another <laughs> list podcast where we talk about some of our favorite or most wanted or bucket list items. Today we're going to talk about dream hunts and the, the hunts that is on that list for, you know, to check off that bucket list, that dream hunt that you've always wanted to go on. I'm really interested to see if Seth has same or similar ones that I have. You probably do, Seth. I, I think there's a couple that you and I both want to go on. There's one that I have that I know you don't want to go on. It's on my list. So <laughs> um, really excited to see. Uh, what that list looks like. So let's let's kick this off, Seth. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you. What's your? Should we do? Should we do it like top to bottom or bottom to top? Let's do five to one. Five to one. The lowest lowest ranking up to your number one favorite. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm good with that. So what's your what's your number five? What's your lowest ranking one? The lowest ranking one. I'm going to say a mature water buck from Africa. I, I'm not a huge Africa guy and the water buck, if you actually look at a picture of them, they're not real flashy. They're not super colorful, but for whatever reason, since I was a little teenage kid and found out about them, I've always wanted to, to get one. And I've just, for some reason, it's always stuck in my mind. So, um, that would be my number five. So if you go to Africa to hunt that, hunt a water buck, what other species would you hunt while you're over there? Because this is on my list. Mine's higher on my, on my list than yours um, is. But what other species honestly, would you hunt? The, the, the only ones I really truthfully want is kind of the... I, I'm, I'm weird in it. <laughs> I don't want the typical zebra, impala, 
like the ones that a lot of guys go and shoot, even wildebeest. I would want something like the water buck, obviously, and then uh, the red hard beast would be probably on my list. And then uh, this one's a little more popular, but the the Gemsbach or the Oryx, yeah, yeah. I really like those. Uh, that's probably my three over there, but but those would be my my three, I guess, over in Africa. That is really really interesting. That's your fifth one, huh? That's number five that for would, you. That would be my number five, yeah. That's interesting. So we talked to a guy or a group at the expo, Seth and I did, um, along with Chad. Uh, you, you guys have seen on, him on our videos and whatnot about doing a, an Africa hunt. And you were getting pretty excited about that. I thought that'd be higher up on your list than, than it is. It, it's it's there, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things, there's a lot of hunts. That's number five. It's not like it's number 20. Yeah. <laughs> Because my five is is actually there. A lot of people are going to really laugh at, at mine, um, but it's something that I, I guess mine's not really technically just one hunt. So mine's a few different hunts and, and a few different places. So, uh, and this actually stems from one dream hunt that I did, which was Alaska. Um, but I would love to do. I'd love to kill um, as many of the deer species as I could. And so a dream hunt or hunts for me is I'd love to kill all the deer species. So I've gotten in the world or in America. Uh, well, probably just in America. Um, okay, cause I was going to get in the world. That's a cop out, man. <laughs> that's a lot of deer. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna... <laughs> no, I guess what I'm, what I'm thinking about. Yeah. I'm not thinking all the crazy weird deer that are out there. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to say just America. So, uh, obviously I've got a mule deer. I've killed many, black many tail. mule deer. I've got my Sitka black tail, but I'd love to they do a Columbia, Columbia black blacktail, a coos deer, and a uh, a whitetail. Or those those five are really the, the deer that I I'd love to to hunt those deer. And you're gonna do stub species, the little key deer down in Florida? No, key probably probably not. Okay. Uh, so probably five. So the one that I wrote down on my list was coos. Actually, coos is kind of the top of that list. Um, okay, and, and not just. You know, I know they have coos deer in Arizona, and they're they're cool deer. I'm thinking more like the the Mexico coos deer, Sonora, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonora. Um, that for some reason, oddly enough, that when I killed, and I'm looking at my my Sitka right now, when I killed that deer, it just set off a spark inside me, and, and I think it was similar to like what people do when they shoot a, a turkey. You know, they shoot a turkey, and they're like, oh, okay, now I want to get the grand slam. And they get the I grand slam, get all of them. Oh, now I want to get the world slam. You know, and I think uh, <laughs> when I killed that, I was like. Holy cow, I killed one of the hardest ones to get. You know, like that one is right. very hard right. to get. There's not there they don't live all over the place like some of these other ones do. And so I was like, man, how fun would that be? And so so I've kind of set my mission now to to kill those five species uh, of deer and have them each one on my wall. I think that would be a really cool collection to have. I you know, a lot of people they focus on they want the grand slam for for sheep, which that would be cool, don't get me wrong. Um but for some reason, I love deer. I absolutely love deer and elk. And so, you know, I didn't put rosies on here for elk, but that that's kind of another checkoff bucket listing I want to do. So long answer, number five for me really is, is coos deer is, is the one I wrote down. Coos deer in regards to completing a Grand Slam-ish type deal yeah. with deer. Yep, exactly. Yep. So it's a little bit more sexy than just a coos deer, but... Who's just kind of the next one? That, that one I'm I'm really I really want to go get. Hmm. So all right, all right. What's number um, four? Number four. This is where it's tricky for me. Um, 
because number five, I, I kind of had a, a pretty locked in, locked in deal. And then I had number three that I thought was locked in, but now I'm, I'm questioning if four and three are interchangeable or not. <laughs> um, I'm going to be super, super simple and going to say my number four is a record book mule deer a mule deer that makes the record book wherever i gotta go do it that's gonna be my number four pulp and young or boone and crocker it doesn't matter uh probably doesn't matter but i would say because it's a lot more doable as a pulp and young let, let's say boone and crockett to make it a yeah. little more possible you know it's gonna take a very specific deer and very specific unit and area and tag to get it done yeah you know i appreciate that one because that's something that i actually thought about putting on my list was it's funny because we hunt mule deer all the time right i mean it's yep it's what you and i do but to like a well going back to sonora you know like if i could go to sonora and kill one of these huge uh deer mule deer i think that'd be cool yeah i just don't think people realize how freaking big like a 190 class mule deer is and how rare yeah. you know what i mean like especially in today's world where where there's eight tvs and side by sides and trail cameras and mm. long-range guns it's for a buck to get that old and that large has become a, a rarity yeah yeah it's very rare that's what uh you know that guy that i I guided this last year when he shot that deer. That's one of the first things I said to him is like, I hope you understand. Like I, in fact, I said, what did you do? Like, I, I hope he understands what he did because it's so rare. You don't, you don't get that opportunity. Very few people are able to kill that class of animal. And so those that have need to be very grateful, especially like you said, in today's day and age, in the fifties and sixties, they did it all the time. You know, they shot some right. big deer, but uh, you know, nowadays it's, it's, it's a little bit different game these days. So yep, any specific really state that you would want to kill it in or area? I mean, would you want to go to Mexico and kill it? Or I mean, do you want to I kill it here in Utah? I think my biggest fear with Mexico is you really have to pay attention to who you're with. Because there's definitely those places that uh, hire their buddies to let a big one out of the pen. Not yeah. to say that they're all that way, because right. there's not. There, there are some wild places there. But you do have to be careful in that regard. So that you're not like in your own mind, you've done a great job, but really it was a canned hunt. <laughs> you know so what I mean? So you're not okay with a, a book mule deer if it's a canned hunt. If SC, it's a SCI, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it, it's fine. Like if guys want to do whatever, you've got the money. But to me, I would want it to be a a natural occurring type deal. Whether that's uh, and and I'm not against private land. Say like if you had a private land accessing colorado that deer's wild right yeah that's most of the ranches and things out in colorado are low fence mm -hmm. that's a completely different uh, deal than it can come and go and, as it pleases right and so for me i mean it would most likely be somewhere in the the inner mountain west but there's always that possibility that if uh, everything went the right way and there was a a free range sonora mexico hunt that I was able to do, I wouldn't necessarily be uh, opposed to that. Yeah, I thought about that because 
that's why I say I appreciate you putting this on there because I thought about that. And I also thought about elk because deer is definitely more of your love. Although I put it on my list, I didn't put elk on my list, but elk <laughs> is more of my love. Um, and I thought about like the Chaparral Ranch or something like that. I'd love to go kill an elk on there, and I don't know that I'd feel bad at all about it. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, those are high fence hunts. So you know, I, yeah. I mean, this huge area. So I mean, you still got to work and for that, it. There's but, also levels to that too. If yeah. it's a, if it's a high fence ranch, but it's thirty five thousand acres, exactly. Good, good grief. There's there's whole sections of mountains that I hunt that aren't thirty five thousand acres. Right. You know what I mean? So that's yeah, a different, different ball, ball of wax. Yeah. Yeah, but it would be cool to have one of those on your wall. I hope you do, Seth. I hope you do get one of those monster mule deer <laughs> on your wall. Well, you're you gonna will. guide me this year, right? Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna go hunting. You're you're gonna guide me instead. <laughs> uh, I got I got put in for uh, hunts. And speaking of that, we we probably should have started the podcast with this. And I talked about it in a podcast a couple of times ago about uh, application season. But everybody better be getting put in. I got put in for everywhere. Um, at the time of the recording of this podcast, Colorado is still open until at the 4th of april um so by the time this comes out it'll be closed utah may be open still when this comes out uh nevada is right. would, would definitely be open it's i think it's open till like may 10th um so but it's a lot of this is open you better get put in and be ready for not drawing because with the winter that the west has had there's a lot of rumor mills spinning up that a lot of states are going to reduce permits yep so yep. don't be upset and be really pissed when you don't draw because yep. uh, that can be a, a quick way to to end your hunt and you'd be real sad. But truthfully, they're trying to protect the herds. Exactly. So. Exactly. All right, we'll keep moving on here. So my number four, uh, I'll keep it quick and, and easy, um, is, is caribou. So caribou is something that I I did go hunt in in Alaska, but... I didn't realize it at the time and really should have done, well, I, I would have still gone on that hunt, but um, what we hunted when we were in Alaska really weren't technically caribou. They were reindeer, uh, kind of a subspecies on Kodiak Island, which is not a great place to hunt caribou. They just don't, they don't grow. I mean, well, they're reindeer, so they, they don't grow like what you see in a lot of the hunting videos and calendars and, and stuff like that. Um, I'd love to actually go up to the Brooks Range and hunt caribou on the migration and shoot one of those those huge ones that, that come through there. Uh, I'd love to fly in on one of those turf planes that, you know, that have the big wheels and you just, it was fun flying in on a float plane and that was so cool, but I'd love to fly into the that range on one of those those airplanes, stay there, catch them in the migration and shoot one of those those really big ones. That's, uh, that's on my list is a really, really nice caribou. And Seth's just, got Seth's sorry. got nothing to say on that one. He's, he's I've just got, like, I got yeah. technical difficulties. My 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 chart or my computer about died. Oh. The joys of the joys of doing it on a laptop. Uh, um. See another reason why you need to be just here to do the podcast. I know, I know. We talked about this before it started. Uh, well, the reason I didn't say much is because it's a good thing it's not a draft because my that hunt's coming up on my list. Oh, really? Couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah to take it from that's cool that, that actually makes me happy what let's, let's keep it going what's number three on your list so number three and this one you're gonna go what the heck because i'm not i'm not this kind of hunter but uh when i say it you're gonna be like what the heck um so a mini or i guess you would call it a mini a mini grand slam of uh 
the Mongolian sheep, the three Mongolian sheep oh, yeah. species. Yeah. The Altai, the Gobi, and the Hangai uh, sheep species. I don't know why I'm, I'm not overly interested in the U.S. sheep, but for some reason, just maybe it's the the, lo- the location and the travel and and all that, but, but the three species in uh, Mongolia, for some reason, really have always... Uh, drawn me uh to them so that would be a obviously that's a probably never afford it type hunt but uh it would definitely be a dream hunt for me for sure so remind okay so what are what are the three that you want to hit the altai which is a-l-t-a-i uh-huh argali and then the goat the gobi argali yeah uh-huh. and then the and then the gobi which is g-o-b-i argali and then the han guy which is h-a-n G-A-I. Okay. So the Altai is basically the Marco Polo. Like like basically when guys talk about the Marco Polo. That's it. This is just the Mongolian version of, of said Ram. Okay. Um and then the my favorite is probably I think it's the Gobi. Just the, the coloration on them and stuff. Yeah. They're like a like a buff gray neck and then they kind of like fade into a a brown uh they're they're pretty cool looking i I think i really like them they're almost stone sheep like but they're not um and then the han guy it almost looks like a like a big rocky but their face has got a lot more white Mm -hmm. in it Mm um i don't know I, i can't tell you exactly why <laughs> I was so drawn to him as a younger kid, but I was. Yeah. And it's just kind of stuck with me for, for a long time. It's funny. I, when I put my list together, that was one of the things that really stuck out. I, I don't have sheep on my list. And and you are and you seem to be more of the sheep hunter well, than I would be. <laughs> and, and I put in for sheep. I put in for sheep everywhere. I got a lot of sheep points everywhere. Right. Um, but it's not on my list. And, and I kind of did a little self-reflection on this and thought, why isn't that on my list? And, and I think it's a little bit frustrated by the, the sheep, uh, because it's just, it's one of those you'll ones never, that you'll, you'll never get to do it. Yeah. I'm never, I, it's a sad thought to think, but yep. where I am with points and, and whatnot, I, I never will be able to hunt sheep unless I, no. you know, I put in for all the, the lotteries of, you know, like the, the expo tags and the, um, all that, you know, raffles and stuff like that, of possibly getting one. I'm not lucky enough to get one, but, I will probably die and not be able to have hunted sheep in my yeah. life. And I've, I've put in for a lot of points for them. So I think well, that's why I didn't hit my list. And that's, that's the thing with this is there's, there's no way I'm doing this hunt, obviously, unless some freak change of luck and I become fabulous, fabulously wealthy. There's no way I'm going to Mongolia to, to sheep hunt, but, uh, it but just I- kind of stuck with me forever. Um, <laughs> but, it's one of those things I'll probably die before anything ever happens. Yeah. I don't know. Put your put your mind to it. I think that you put your mind to it, anything can happen. And I should put my mind more to towards sheep, but uh, I've got too many other things that I want to do. <laughs> right. Under, so maybe that's the other, maybe that's the other issue is just the priority, prioritization yeah. of it. So all right. Well, my number three goes back to your number five. Mine is is Africa. There uh, okay. I'd love to go on one of those five species hunts. I'm actually really not uh, picky about which ones i, I want to hunt I, i'm a little bit opposite of you in that i i would like to do the giraffe and the zebra and 
and those kind of a things. But the James Bok, uh, you know, some of those those uh, animals would definitely be on that list. But um, you know, I'm I'm I'll, people are gonna hate this. I do a lion, you know, I do those kind of things. I I mm-hmm. think it'd be really fun to to get some of those very very exotic, hard to hard to get, but. You know, when we were at the expo, you know, they had some great lists of, of hunts that we could go on there uh, of all the different animals. And I'd have taken almost any one of those lists, <laughs> but especially one that had the zebra on it. I would have loved to, to go and hunt that. So, Is yeah. that your number one? Like your number one African animal? Would it be zebra? Or yeah. What would it be? Yeah, zebra, zebra would be my number yeah. one that I would like to, to get over there. Yeah. Um, Obviously, they draft make a, isn't going to happen, but... <laughs> yeah. They make an awesome... They make an awesome rug. I yeah. just have never been super into it but but to see the taxidermy done i don't know if i would have the the small horse head on my wall no the, <laughs> no i wouldn't do that rug, but the rug but the, yeah the rug is is very very beautiful yeah so. i think it's a beautiful beautiful animal and, and out of respect to that animal that yeah exactly i'd love to have the rug similar like to a bear you know i'd love to have a bear rug out of respect to that animal it's just a cool thing to have and it's a beautiful thing to have and so yeah zebra would probably be at the top of my list there and then some of those other ones that would would go along with that so so yeah if i could go to africa and hunt five species that that five to seven species uh hunt i think that would be awesome so that's that's number three on my list awesome that's cool <laughs> some similarities i yes. kind of like that a little little bit yeah. all right uh number two for me and the similarities continue. <laughs> uh, it would be the it would be the one you talked about. I think it was your number five. I can't remember. Uh, barren barren ground caribou. Yeah, for me yep. big big bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't care if it's archery four. or rifle, <laughs> but it would that would be a big one for me. I just think so. My wife hates caribou. Uh, she thinks they're very what? ugly. Yeah, she because they're not symmetrical. Like well, she yeah, loves, but that's what makes them cool. It's funny because like, um, you know, I've I've killed some deer that are really cool, big four points, and she likes those better than any non-typical mule deer. <laughs> she just she loves a good symmetrical animal, and, animal? and caribou are yeah. not symmetrical whatsoever. No, not typically, huh? Yeah. So yeah, barren ground caribou. That's that's number two for you, huh? Yeah. So tell me this though, because because even within the the barren ground, they they have some different colorations. Are you targeting the traditional white neck, mm-hmm. dark body? Yep. Or are you, if you see a bull, it's mostly dark with just a, a small white patch. Or are you, are you going after him? No, like if I've got that option where you know hundreds of, of these are coming by in the yeah. in the migration, I, I'd probably hold out for that Ooh. that traditional that white neck. I, I like the the really white ones and the one that like Chad killed in in on Kodiak had a lot of white on it, which was really really cool. So. Um, yeah, I'd probably hold out for one of the, the white ones. I, I, I don't know. Cause like that's the prototypical caribou, right? And that's it is. cool. And I, I would take one in a heartbeat, but for some reason, when you see a, a big bull and he's just got the white, like his, his, I guess, I don't know what you call it, his mane or mm-hmm. whatever you would call it. Mm-hmm. It's white and the rest of him is all dark. I don't know. That does some stuff to me too. I, I could shoot either one. But. Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I guess at the end of the day, I really wouldn't be that picky. I'd be more looking at the antler. Like I, I love a good shovel on them. You know, I, I think that's probably the antlers are probably more important to me than what the, the cape right, looks right. like. But, but I do, I'm, I'm looking at one on the wall right now. It's got a really white neck and I think it just looks cool. 
So number two yeah. for me um, is actually one that I get to do. Uh, it's one that uh, I've already signed up <laughs> to do. Uh, I've talked a lot about it, so we won't spend much time on it. But a New Zealand Red Stag, that has been on my list, my bucket list since I was a little kid. Uh, it's just been something that I've always wanted to do. Speaking of non-symmetrical, uh, asymmetrical, <laughs> uh, they're they're not even close to it. But I think they are such a cool looking animal uh just very unique new zealand is one of my like uh like dream places to go to uh, the scenery the the terrain is, is just absolutely beautiful i'd love to be doing uh tar hunting while we're while we're going there i'm just not rich enough to do that so um <laughs> but we are doing the the red stag in new zealand and it just it gives me chills every time i think like i'm actually doing that like it's just and i'm taking my wife with me who loves to hunt um you know she's gonna be able to be right right by my side i'm gonna be able to use my bow it's just gonna be such a cool uh, i envision it being such a cool experience i hope it turns out as as much as i'm hyping it up to be in in my head but uh, new zealand red stag is has always been up there at the top of my my list it's never been my number one i'll tell you that number one has always been number one for me but uh <laughs> new zealand red stag has always been number two so yeah uh my cousin he has been that has been his number one and i think it always will be nice he um, needs to do it he needs to do I, it i i'm gonna have to have him bug you once you get back and get all yeah. the dirty details <laughs> yeah you picked up the details at the show didn't you didn't you pick up some yeah a little bit there? a little bit <laughs> i i think i gave it to him he, I, I think i gave him that flyer oh nice um, shout out to alpine uh, hunting by the way right <laughs> <laughs> um all right number one let's let's get to it number one what, what's number the, one what's for the me, biggest dream hunt for you so you said number one's always been your number one yep number one has always been my number one I, i'm gonna have fun with it i'm gonna delay just a second <laughs> knowing me you you guess you you throw out a guess at what it would be um and i'll try to guess yours let's see pronghorn at, in uh southern utah Oh come on! <laughs> give me, give me a real no, one here. I, I'm really nervous that you have the same one I have, so I don't, I don't know that I dare de guess because I think that you're going to have the same one that I have. All right. So mine is archery for Tatanka. Oh, I should have known that. Gosh dang it! <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's right. Yeah. That is your number yeah. one. Yep. Archery, archery, bison, bull, bison. It has always been top of my list. That's right. Tatanka. Oh. <laughs> Tatanka, yeah. <laughs> Took me back to dance. I'm going to start calling you Dances Dance, with Wolves. Dances with Wolves, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, if they'd let me do it horseback, I'd do that. Oh, too, that'd be cool. Take a Henry <laughs> rifle, go horseback, yeah, and kill you at Tatanka. Get real good with your recurve. <laughs> oh, oh, that's true. Yeah, that would be cool. You're going straight up Indian on, on yeah, me there. Yeah, ride them, ride down, chase them down. Now that's <laughs> technically, I think, harassing wildlife, but I'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, dude! Sorry, I don't mean to digress. We're gonna come back to your Tatanka, but I just saw this picture that you sent me of this caribou. Yeah, yeah. look at that. Look at that toad. Where did you get that picture? Can I share that? Yeah, it's. I just pulled it off the internet. <laughs> I can see who took it and give you credit. Yeah, we probably better give credit for that because that's a beautiful Donald Donald M. Jones. Okay, Barren Ground Caribou. Man, that's a yeah. So that guy shows up. That's a I don't give two craps what his <laughs> his main color or his cape color is like that. Yeah, that's a. But that that whole dude, that whole setup, dude. That it's 
raining. You know, the picture mm-hmm. it's raining. It's it's in the velvet. Yep. He's all that dark color with just a white throat patch. I don't know, man. That's that would be a hard one to be like, I'm gonna hold out for a colored one. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> that guy that guy walks up, you you're pulling the trigger on whatever weapon you have. So yeah, I just saw I that. So sorry, I just I had to had to digress for <laughs> a minute because good. I was hoping that was gonna was gonna pop up because I was like, I don't know, man, that <laughs> that bull right there, because I just typed in I just typed in like dark color phase caribou. And it was one of them that popped up, and I'm like, "Wow, holy moly, that's a beast!" <laughs> I broke my my watch, and so it didn't ding on my watch. I so I just looked, grabbed my phone because I saw it light up over there and saw that. So holy smokes! Yeah. So, anyways, back to Tatanka. So, what, yes, yes. where specifically are you looking? I mean, here in Utah or just uh, Wyoming? I mean, anywhere? Truthfully, as much as I, <laughs> as much as I National hate Park. to admit it. I will probably draw in my home state. I can't guarantee that I will draw anywhere else. Um, but if I get to the point where I'm getting old enough that it becomes a concern, there are several ranches in the mid or middle part of the U.S. that do sell hunts on buffalo. But mm-hmm. I want it to be an actual hunt, too. I yeah. don't want it to be that conversation we had where you're, they're letting them out of a pen. Right. Um I may even do my best to contact a Indian reservation and do it that way. If I get to the point where I don't think I will draw mm-hmm. uh, in my home state, but my goal is to be able to draw in my home state in the next 15 years, but we'll see how that goes. If you get to that point that you're going to go somewhere and do it, you, you let me know. I would, I'd probably do that do with it. you. Yeah. All right. Yep. So and there are some, let's say there are some, in the middle part of the, the country that are really reasonable, but I'm afraid they are, they shoo them out of the pen type deal. You yeah. know what I mean? I definitely want to do some research Yeah. before. You got to start, you got to start doing that research and just seeing what that is. That's, that's something that you and I ought to do. And we'll, uh, yeah. we'll let e-hunter sponsor that. that prime, trip. prime beef, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And a lot of it. And you a lot. About, you, oh. you, talk, you talk about filling a freezer. You wouldn't Man. have to hunt the rest of the year. <laughs> you need three of those Home Depot freezers yeah, for that. That's right. All right. <laughs> Had to upgrade the chest freezer to a couple standing ones on that deal. That's right. <laughs> uh, beautiful animals, though. I think, yeah, I think that's cool. There, there's there's something majestic about a wild buffalo. I mean, it's, I think it's, it's just something to do with being that we're western kids mm-hmm. you know what i mean in the grand scheme of things we we're all western boys and when you're out west you you seem to learn those stories and that's one of those animals that's just a iconic western animal it is something that makes you think about teddy roosevelt when you look at that mm-hmm. animal you know <laughs> there's just you just want to put your hand over your heart and sing the national anthem or something i, I don't know yep it's it's one of those things that just i don't know it hits a certain way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I get you there. I think that that's cool. I'm actually kind of bummed I hadn't didn't. This list needed to be like the top ten list, and they're yeah, all number yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, number one for me. Like I said, it's been number one for me since I was a little kid. Something that I, I always wanted I to do. You know what it is, but yeah. Is what? It, uh, okay, if you think I know what it is, I have it in my brain. I don't. I don't want to steal your thunder. No, you no, tell no, no, me no, no, no. This is this is good. What do you What do you think it is? Grizz? No, it's not no. grizzly. Wow. No. Wow. Do you know okay. what? Like bear hunting, like I really do want to kill a bear. 
Uh, it's something that I've, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I, well, I do want to go bear hunting. Uh, well, bear and, hunting. Yeah. And, I, and I, I've done, I went bear hunting in Colorado. It was so much fun. It's just a different kind of experience. You know, like mm-hmm. you're, you're hunting a, a predator that could really kill you as easy as you could kill it. Now in Colorado, it's a black bear. So it's probably not going to mess with me, but, um, but you know, grizzly bear, there is something about that. That's, that, that's very intense and different than the normal hunting that, that we do. So yeah, grizzly is definitely something that would be fun to do but honestly i it's def there's a lot of other stuff i'd like to do before it so so my number one is yukon moose um, okay it, it's that some, makes sense yeah something that you know i, I get it that you know the shire moose that we have in, in utah and colorado are cool and um I, I i put in for points not here in utah uh, i i put in for colorado for moose uh, have the the points that i've needed to to actually qualify for that application and, and qualify to possibly get a tag. Um, and so hopefully at some point I do get that tag and can hunt one of those moose. But uh, I think it, I don't know, it, there's some, there's a difference between that and a, and a true Yukon Canadian Alaskan moose that, you know, something that's 70 inches wide and just a monster come walking around that again, could kill you very <laughs> easily. Um, I've always wanted to do it with a bow, but I don't know that I would be too particular about it. If I if I could do it with a right. gun, I'd probably do it with a gun. So so either way would be would be cool. But um, Yukon moose, there's just something very unique about that. I mean, obviously they're just, there's they're absolutely huge, and their face their their head is huge and ugly, <laughs> but they're just uh, uh, they're they amaze me. Just watching them walk amazes me, and so uh, that is that's number one. On my list, I've looked at many of those hunts. Uh, have, have thought about saving for for those hunts, but I keep using my my Yukon moose savings for other hunts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem is, is because I hate to say this, but they're that hunt is is tipping the scales that the reason why you technically didn't put sheep on is it's it's a very expensive hunt to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, lesser dream hunts that are available and, and affordable get pushed to the top yeah yep exactly yeah that hunt is extremely extremely expensive for a really good you know hunt i mean you mm-hmm. you could probably right. diy and you may get one I, and I've, I've you know i watch youtube videos of people doing that um but i'm looking for the the experience and, and making sure that i get one of those in the bag when i come home and so <laughs> yeah number one Yukon nice. moose for me, one of those, one of those big old, big old moose. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, and I and I actually, you know, I had some honorable mentions on here of of sheep and uh, a big whitetail, you know, big whitetail yeah. from Kansas or something like that would be would be really cool. Um, right. Some of those other things, but uh, that that was my top five, and I like your top five. I could, I could be down with your top five. Yeah, it's funny because like. Uh, I talked to my cousin a little bit about it and I, without talking to him much at all, I, I know some of his, cause just how much he talks about him. Obviously we brought up the stag being his number one, mm-hmm. but he has a, a big whitetail on his list too. Yeah. Um, and then an oddball one. Well, not necessarily oddball, but just a lot different than ours is he really, really wants to go to Argentina mm-hmm. with uh, several guys and do that uh, dove shoot. Oh, the dove. I thought you were going to say stag again. <laughs> no, where you shoot like several 
thousand doves mm -hmm. between the five of you or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just wing shooting galore. Yeah. Well, um, Eat your own, you know. I've got buddies that uh, turkey. Turkey is what they love to do. And, and yeah. don't get me wrong, yeah. I love to hunt turkey as well. It's uh, it's fun to go hunt turkey. Um, but like that's what they live and die for. Like they want to they want to do the grand like they try to do the grand slam every year, which is really cool that they are able to do that. But you know, not my yeah. my not my cup of tea. I'd rather hunt yeah. big game. <laughs> well, and I and I'm a super big waterfowl guy, but I don't know if I would tie up big game funds to chase my dream waterfowl ducks. Yeah. I've been pretty good at killing some of the <laughs> some of the the waterfowl that I've wanted. There are a few that I'd really like to get that mm -hmm. uh, have hidden from me so far at this point. But <laughs> uh, it's like, eh, spend this money for this or go hunt a deer. And I'm like, yeah, I'd probably go hunt a deer. But yeah, it's uh, big game just kind of steals the show for me. Uh, it's just something that I, I love hunting big game and to each their own that's what you know different strokes for different folks is what makes the world go round and i'm glad that the turkey guys and the waterland or the up upland game waterfowl guys don't come into our territory as much because <laughs> uh it wouldn't be enough to to go around and so it, it works out it works out well but you know i'd love to uh do a live or a, a question on our on our social media of what your guys's dream hunts are and what you would want to do uh what right. what's on your bucket list what your top five is so so we're, we'll put that out on our social media and uh see what you guys say see what you you put out on there see if anybody puts like a a rhinoceros hunt or something like that on there uh my buddy jared just messaged me his oh what'd he uh, say he said I, I just hit him with top dream hunt i didn't even give him options but he said equal parts desert bighorn sheep and alaskan grizz that's what he said a lot well Alaska brown bear, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm assuming because you can technically hunt interior. Oh, I guess that's I true. Would, but I would think if you were going up there, you'd shoot, you want to shoot a coastal. Yeah, just a lot bigger. But mm -hmm. I'm assuming that's what he's referring to. I'll bet that you know. I know you thought that was my number one was a grizzly, but I'll bet that's actually a lot of people's uh, number one. Um, right, but I think it's I think it's somewhere along the same line of that moose hunt is the the cost to entry is is hard to make it happen mm -hmm. so it becomes that quote-unquote dream hunt because it will only quote-unquote happen in your dreams as sad as right. that is right you know what i mean i i think that particular hunt gets reserved for that reason you know what i mean it's like oh yeah it's my dream hunt but it's okay being my dream hunt because it'll never happen yeah. <laughs> yeah. where i've only really truthfully have one that if I really put my time and money and effort into it, I don't think I could make happen. And that was that Mongolian hunt. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's but, what I, yeah. I look at mine and I really, I guess that's funny. Cause I, when you say dream hunt, it is a dream that you're never going to do. But I really think that for the most part, the, yeah. I, I can do these, you know? I, I, yeah. Right. It, it takes a lot <laughs> of money to do it, but. Oh yeah. It's money and that's all it is. And, and I really do like your, or five U.S. deer. I like that one a lot. That's a that's a really cool goal to have. Yeah, it'd be cool, wouldn't it? Just to to have the pictures, have the mm -hmm. memories, the experiences of traveling throughout the U.S. and, and maybe Mexico. Get, get nice, get nice enough ones. You've got all five on the wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, have them lined up. The bad thing is, like, 
man, my mule deer, even like when I put my mule deer and my, and my uh, Sitka together, that poor little Sitka is going to look like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay if you give them just enough space yeah. apart that you can appreciate each one. Yeah. Because like, like unless you kill a bruiser of a whitetail, like a bruiser, a muley, a, a, a high quality muley is still going to outshine pretty much all of them. Yeah, to be absolutely. And, and that's the tricky thing with the Columbia uh, blacktail. Is if you kill a nice Columbia, he's just gonna look like a one thirty class muley mm-hmm. a lot of the time. You yeah. know what I mean? And you're gonna have to explain. No, no, that's a that's a Columbia. It's funny black though. Tail. Like I'm actually looking forward to that with my stag or my stag, my uh, black tail or my Sitka. Like when people are like, wow, why did you mount that little thing? Mm-hmm. It's that it kind of just creates that story that that opportunity to say, well, let me tell you, like that's not. Just a little, you know, Sitka. Like that—that's actually in that a big species boy. is a big, <laughs> a yeah, nice buck. That's, that's a, a nice, nice buck. buck. Yeah, so it's it's kind of fun to be able to to do that. I got a couple of messages from a couple of friends of mine as well. Uh, Chad, uh, his is Yukon moose as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in fact, he's headed to Canada in October to hunt moose. And then uh, I text my brother-in-law Jed and asked him what his was, and his was red stag and in New Zealand is his number one. Nice. So. <laughs> nice. It's kind of funny that there's certain ones that just uh, gravitate. You don't you don't see a lot of, uh, I guess there is parody, but you don't see like a wild amount of, of difference there, especially when you're talking maybe that top three mm-hmm. type deal. Yeah. That's funny. I, I also asked my dad what his was, and he says an elk hunt on the reservation of East Central Arizona. Yeah. And then second choice is the Saskatchewan moose hunt. So he's with me on the moose. So that's funny. (laughs) Interesting. I I love it. And I love hearing whatever, you know, a couple podcasts ago, we talked about guns and I love to know what guns people are are using. I love to know what people's dream hunts are as well. And so you guys that listen to the podcast, please reach out to us. Let us know what your, your dream hunts are. Um, you know, if, if there's something that we, if there, if there's a hunt that we are doing, um, please reach out to us. We're happy to help out in any way that we can and give you any information um, that we can. Like you said, with your your buddy that wants to do, you know, red stag, that's the top of his list. You know, yep. love to be able to share information with him. But you know, that's how we can be a resource is by helping everybody else. So <laughs> as what? much as as much as he wants to do that, someday down the road, I have a feeling that. He'll be doing that, and I'm his hunting, like his best hunting guy. So nice, uh, buddy. So I think we're gonna end up. He's doing that, and I might just go shoot a follow or something. Because yeah. I like the stag, but they're not. They're they're not. Uh, they don't have that same pull as yeah. a lot of people uh, have for me. So I'm like, oh, I'll shoot something else, maybe a tar, or a, a follow. Why he's uh, stag hunting? Yeah. <laughs> If you're going over there though, you gotta get stag. You might as well. You know? <sighs> I you know, well. but I just and the problem is is like unless you shoot a pretty gnarly one, like I know a guy that shot like a three thirty class. Uh-huh. It just it just looked like an elk that never got its color. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, that's true. A lot of them so can got, I don't know. They like crown at the top and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but this one didn't. So. Like legit, it was it looked like a it looked like a five point bull elk. It was oh. a big five point bull elk. Yeah, but, but it looked like a it looked like a five point bull elk interesting it was weird and like me i'd have been like that's cool but i would have had to have shot one that crowned you know yeah. what i mean just yeah, that's so i am so people were like oh i know what that is you know what i mean like as goofy as that sounds when it's just a 
five point elk rack, it's like, oh, this is some weird color variation of an elk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you gotta get one of the crowns. And then everybody's like, okay, what the freak is that? Like what what happened to yeah. that elk? Well, that's not an elk. That is a and then once you look at like their face and then and everybody's like, Okay, yeah, I can tell that's not a not an elk at that point, but Oh shoot. Right. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap this up, but uh hope you guys enjoyed our dream hunts. I hope that you guys, you know, uh really thought about some of your dream hunts. Maybe you guys lived it with us as we were talking about it of some of the things that you want to do that's on your bucket list. Uh, again, would love to know what is on that list and and what you guys are looking forward to and and planning for in your life. Uh I've always kind of thought dream hunts were were that. They were a dream, something that you just can't do but honestly if you put your mind to it and and really say yep this is something that i'm going to do and make it a priority in your life and you get your family on board and mainly your wife on board you hey who knows what can happen <laughs> so uh try to make those those dream hunts a reality because life goes by quickly uh it, i can't believe how quickly life goes by so take advantage of of what you can when you can so said so anything that we need to wrap up on before we end this podcast i think uh I think I'm good. I think we talked about some awesome hunts and now I just want to go hunt. Yeah, me too. I'm dying to get out there and, and go hunting. So <laughs> man, um, yeah, just one other quick thing. We kind of talked about it, but make sure you guys get it put in for your hunts. Uh, some of those dream hunts that y'all have maybe right in your backyard, that 200 inch mule deer or whatever it is, you know, that might be your dream hunt. So can't do it unless you have that tag in your pocket. You can't get that tag in your pocket unless you put in uh, for the application process. So make sure that you get put in and, and, best of luck to you guys i i really hope that everybody gets the hunts that they're they're looking for this year let us know what you get and that way we can be excited with you so appreciate you guys supporting the podcast make sure to like subscribe comment all that fun stuff please leave us a review on the podcast podcast platform that you're listening on that greatly greatly helps us um and we appreciate that we appreciate the support that you guys give us and uh yeah we'll catch you guys on the next one see you guys see ya